Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another episode on Beyond the Bikini Radio. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different compared to my normal fitness-related ones. And today we're talking more on Instagram and how to market yourself correctly if you're wanting to run a business. And oftentimes I see a lot of competitors in the space, you know, maybe they're using their Instagram to document their prep journey or to just show their food and show their body. And um, they're not really making it about their potential clients and they're wondering why their business isn't growing. And these are a couple reasons why. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it's not what I typically do, but I am really enjoying chatting more on business. I myself have my own business mentorship program that is coming January 20th of 2020 called Nurture Your Niche, where we will learn how to grow your own niche and grow your own business from A to Z. So getting you from a point of feeling like you have an idea of wanting to help others and create an impact and run your own business, but you're not quite sure those actionable steps to get there. This program is going to be perfect for you if you feel like, hey, Nicole, that definitely sounds like me. So just check out the link in the description box down below where you can apply. And then from there, we'd be hopping on a goal call together because I want to make sure that I'm able to help you and your vision and make that a reality. But let's just jump right into it. So I have been on Instagram and I say consistently because that's when I'm actually posting um, since 2016. And of course, you know, people have accounts that are more personal accounts where they're posting pictures of their dog and their family. And they are just kind of using Instagram as another way to like use Facebook. And I think it's super important to understand what the platform is there for. So Facebook is more family oriented. Now, can you run your business through Facebook? Yes, you can. But I also would say you have to look at what your target audience is. So my audience and the person who is looking to invest in my coaching is a little bit younger and probably not in the Facebook world. Um, my audience is probably listening to this podcast right now because my audience listens to podcasts and an older crowd usually doesn't even know what a podcast is. So that being said, I know that majority of my potential clientele is going to be on Instagram. So that's where I spend a lot of time on. You guys might also see me on TikTok. Um, This is definitely a younger audience, but I can see this platform blowing up. So that's why I am on TikTok is just producing some content here and there. Um, I still try to post every single day on TikTok, just like Instagram, I post every single day. So number one is being consistent, okay? We like consistency, and we like people who show up. And if you're showing up on your feed every single day, me as a client subconsciously might think, wow, if they're showing up every single day for their Instagram, they probably have time to show up for me and care enough to show up for me. Versus the person who has like, 2 million followers and shows up like once every week 
And it's almost like they're taking advantage of the amount of following they have when you really do have a true influence over people. So if you're only showing up here and there, um, to me, it shows me that you don't care. And it also shows me that you are a little bit into yourself and thinking, well, it'll be okay if I don't post a couple days because, you know, I won't really lose that much of a following. Eventually it will affect people and irritate them, or they're just looking at you to look at you and not purchase from you. So that's a big thing too is just because someone has a lot of followers doesn't mean they have a lot of clients. This is so important. I'm going to repeat that again. Just because someone has a lot of followers doesn't mean they have a lot of clients. Okay. There's so many ways you can buy followers and get followers now that it's gross. And I know a handful of people who have just bought their following and bought their likes. And so from the outside looking in, you think, wow, they're so successful. They have such an impact on people. They have so many likes. And then they're Photoshopping every single picture. They bought all of those followers and likes. And it's kind of fraud in a way. So understand like the most successful businesses are the ones that have engagement on Instagram. So engagement being showing up. Um, I show up every single day on my feed. So that's like an actual concrete post that will last forever. That's what your feed is. And then I also show up every single day on my story and I show up on lives and IGTV. So I'm really using all the functions of Instagram and Instagram loves when you use video. Um, that's why the live and the story feature is so important. And I see so many people, they're nervous to like flip their phone and chat with it and they're thinking like, I don't know what to say, or like, I don't want to make a mistake. Here's the amazing thing. When you do a story, you don't have to post it right away. Wow. You can delete it. Okay. So if you stutter or if there's something in your teeth, or if you accidentally swear, cause you get frustrated, you can delete it and retake it. There's so many times where I've started a story and hope just starts barking and losing her mind, or she's just chewing on my foot or she's doing something weird and it's distracting. And I have to retake it. So understand like your first copy does not have to be your final copy that you post. The other thing too is you're not going to feel comfortable until you start doing it more. So I used to have terrible, terrible anxiety with talking in front of crowds. I remember this one time vividly because it was so embarrassing where I was in this class called medical terminology and I kind of stutter sometimes. And I also feel like my speech isn't the best. I just think that I have a hard time enunciating a couple things. So when I was in medical terminology, I got up in front of the whole class was holding this piece of paper, shaking, literally shaking in front of all of my peers. And I couldn't pronounce anything. Um, and it was really embarrassing. So I, I took that and I'm thinking, if I was able to get through that embarrassment, I can get through this. And I also know I'm not going to feel comfortable until, until I start doing it. And so many of you have made comments on, wow, like your confidence has grown so much within the last year. Part of that confidence has just been showing up on my story more and talking and talking when I don't want to talk, talking when life feels messy, talking when I'm stressed, talking when I'm tired. Um, it's so important that you're talking and showing your face. Okay. Don't just show the food that you're eating. Don't just show your dog. Don't just show that show you. Okay. Um, do I expect you to always have your makeup and hair done? No, but if you feel better and feel more confident doing that, 
go for it. I mean, I usually have like makeup and hair done at the beginning of the day, but towards the end of the day, I'm bumming it. Like I don't wear hair and makeup all day long, but I'm still going to show my face later on if I am more relaxed. Um, I mean, the only thing is like, if you're not wearing a bra, I'll be careful of that. So just make sure you don't notice any of that. Anyway, very personal there. <laughs> Moving on. So I think you should really be posting every single day on your Instagram feed and then posting every single day on your story. Do I think you should have a million stories long? No, not necessarily. But I think just popping up on story is so important. The other thing too, is you're probably thinking, well, Nicole, if I'm wanting to help my audience more, help my potential client more, what should I be posting on my story? Post polls. I mean, if you have ideas, you guys know, like all my beta testers for Nurture Niche know that I have a million sticky notes everywhere. Um, if you have ideas, talk about them. So for example, let's say you're polling and saying, do you guys want to learn more about cutting or reverse dieting? Or do you want to learn more about um, how I meal prep or learn more about how I go out to eat and hit my macros with fast food? Like do something like that. So just pull your audience, pull them on when you should go live. So ask them, would you prefer if I went live on Mondays at 8 p.m.? Or would you prefer if I went live on Saturday in the afternoon? Like pull your audience all the time. The other thing too is ask questions. So you can use that question box feature and ask them questions. And then if they're asking really good questions that are in depth, take notes on that and you can make that a concrete post. So maybe someone asks you, um, I'm going to make up a random name. Hey, Becky. So I'm really struggling with body dysmorphia. And it seems like you have a good relationship with your body. How are you handling having those bad body image days? Boom, that's a live you could do. That's a story that you can talk about. That's a um, concrete post that you can make. You can get so much content to help this person who is asking you questions. The other thing too, is I see people do the question box, and then they're just like typing their answer. I don't know about you guys, but like, I hate reading. So you should talk, you should just talk, put that question box in the corner and just hop on your phone and talk to that person that asked the question. So let's say, Hey, like, I'm so sorry that you're struggling with body dysmorphia. Um, using X, Y, and Z really helped me overcome my bad body image days. You know, just make it more real and talk to them. Okay, so the other thing I think people tend to neglect with their Instagram is they're making it all about them. And although your Instagram is you, it's not all about you. And it's really about helping other people. So your Instagram bio, I want everyone to pull up their Instagram bio right now. What does it say? Does it say that you live somewhere like a certain state? Does it say that your favorite color is blue? Does it say that you are an NPC bikini competitor? Does it say that you won an overall title? Like, does it say that you are a food lover? Like, what does your bio say? These are all things that I've actually seen in bios. It's not about you. So I'm actually going to take out my Instagram bio right now and walk you guys through it and explain why it is the way it is. So you only have 150 characters too. So use your characters wisely or else you can, you know, set yourself up for a weird bio. Okay. So my name, Nicole Fairy Fitness, we're going to talk about names in just a second. My bio goes online coach. Okay. Cause that's what I am. I am a full-time online coach. Okay. Kind of like a job title. I help women eat more and build their dream body. I put that I'm the host of Beyond the Bikini Radio, Stop Fad Diets Through Macros, 
grow your business through impact, apply for coaching. Okay. Did you notice how clean and nice that bio is? You understand what I do. I help women eat more and build their dream body. I am a host of Beyond the Kini Radio. The reason why I talk about my podcast is because so many people don't know it's me, but also my podcast has so much more content on there and I want to funnel it there. I stop fad diets through macros. So again, a thing that I am an expert at that I can help my clients with. So um, talking about that is super important on what you're good at. Okay, so let me go to a friend's bio. And I love her, and I hope she's not listening to this podcast and realize that that I'm calling her out. Um, This one's not horrible. So this person says, fitness, nutrition, education. Okay, very vague terms. Not horrible, but very vague terms. I don't really know what that means. Coach for this person. They talk about their credentials, um, how they have a master's degree. And then they put that they are an NPC bikini athlete. They put that they work with rider wear. And then they put that they work with a food company and then they have a link. I'm confused, not horribly confused. This isn't the worst bio I've ever seen, but this could use some remaking. Okay. So instead of putting fitness, nutrition, education, you're already talking about your education with your master's degree. So talk about, you know, in your name, you can just put an MS or just behind your, your actual name on Instagram. And then Completely eliminate MPC bikini athlete. They can see that in your feed. They can see that in your highlights. They don't need to see it in your bio. Um, talk about your links and your you know, companies that you're affiliated with through a link tree. Okay. If you get a link tree, you can put all of your links in there and then it's not going to, you know, again, use those precious 150 characters. You're going to be able to, you know, talk about all the links and all the companies without, you know, stressing over letters that you're going to lose. You need to chat more on what your expertise is. So again, the fitness, nutrition, education, what do you do? Do you educate your clients on training and nutrition and building their body? You know, that would help me so much more as a potential client. Um, the other thing too, is watch your Instagram name. So, so many people will be like fit chick double zero or, bikini babe xoxo like what no um who are you what do you do so my name used to be on instagram and maybe you're an og and remember this if you do i want you guys to tag this podcast screenshot it and share it on your instagram to tell me if you were an og do you remember nicole Ann marie underscore fit do you guys remember her Okay. Well, she doesn't exist anymore because my name now is Nicole Ferry Fitness. Okay. That is the name of my company. That is the name that my actual name, Nicole Ferrier. Um, and then what do I do? Fitness. I do the fitness. So I put that in my name. Okay. Very easy for people to find me. There's no underscores. There's no any character bullshit shit, bullshit shit. Cool. Um, you're not going to be confused. So you'll be able to easily find me. Look at your name. Okay. What is it? Do you have a bunch of characters in it? Do you have a bunch of like XOXO? I know so many girls think that's like cute, but it's just not professional. And I know for me and my potential clients, 
I want to come off as professional as possible because let's be honest, hiring a coach that you found through Instagram can be kind of scary. There's a lot of frauds out there. There's a lot of fake people out there and it can be scary. And that being said, your name has to come off as professional as possible. Okay. So be professional. Are you Katie fit chick 21? Just put Katie, your last name fitness or Katie, Katie, your middle name fitness. Okay. What you're comfortable with. I really just like first and last names and fitness or, um, something of that regard, even if it's just your first and last name, just make it professional. Okay. Um, okay. So going back to Instagram and your purpose. So your purpose on Instagram is to truly help people. If you are a business, okay. Your purpose is not just to post about your life and you, And this is when you have to shift and realize Instagram isn't about you. It's about them. Your stories are not about you. It's about them. Okay. And anything that you think is common sense that you know, and anyone would know this, your potential client doesn't know. That's why they need help. That's why they're seeking you. Okay. If they're following you because you're a competitor and maybe let's say you want to prep people and you want to get into that industry give them some fitness tips that are in regard to bikini competitions. Okay. Talk about posing the different poses and what to do, what not to do. Talk about suit selection, talk about hair and makeup, talk about how to sign up for a show, talk about all the things that you wish you knew as a newbie competitor. Okay. Cause that's the person you're going to be helping. I think it's so crucial to pull your audience again, understand what they want, but also just think about what your ideal client is. So if you've never heard this term before, an ideal client is someone that you would be working with that it doesn't feel like work. It feels effortless. You really vibe together. It feels good. So your ideal client is probably different than mine, but my ideal client I know is interested in tracking macros. I know that she's tried before, but hasn't done well because she's used calculators or just was following weird numbers my ideal client struggles with body image and she might have a past with a disordered relationship with food. She also wants to get stronger in the gym and is sick of doing all the cardio and wants to learn how to lift weights. She's a little bit nervous about weight gain and just weighing herself in general, but she understands that her weight is more than her worth and she wants to build confidence that isn't just correlated to how she looks, but how she feels. She is open to education and learning a new way of eating. She is excited to go to the gym and she also is excited to learn. So my clients, I want them to be open to learning. I don't want to be a handholder coach. I don't want to be, Hey, just do this. Okay. I'll see you later. I want them to apply things. I give them. I've given my clients eBooks before I've given my clients podcast episodes to listen. I give my clients tools because I, I strive to be an educator over just being a trainer. And for me and my clients, I focus not only on the mental side of things, but the physical side of things. So I want them to learn. I want them to ask questions. And that's so important for me and my ideal client. Um, if I were to work with someone who's like, Nicole, just give me a plan. I'll follow it. Tell me what to eat. That, that doesn't excite me. Okay. Um, if that's you, great. But like maybe exactly why we hop on goal calls together. We probably aren't going to be a good fit together. If you just want me to make you a meal plan and give it to you. And then you come back to me. That's not what I want. Okay. I want my clients to learn. I want my clients to overcome their challenges. I want them to be open to overcoming them and understand it's going to be hard. 
They need to understand that they're going to make mistakes and that's okay. That's why I'm here. So go look at what your ideal client would be. You know, I used to think my ideal client would be someone who wants to compete. Don't get me wrong. My ideal client thinks about competing and considers it, but she doesn't always want to compete. Okay. Her end goal isn't to step on stage, but I used to think that I only want to work with competitors and that's not true. Um, Majority of my clients are lifestyle clients and I wouldn't change it. So Again, you might think you know what you want until you start working in the space a little bit and then you realize, oh, this doesn't feel like it's in alignment with me and I don't think I'm going to enjoy this. So um, you'll only learn that through experience. Okay, so main to-dos that you can take away from this episode. Number one, show up on your feed every single day. Show up in a variety of posts. That can be video posts. That can be concrete picture posts. Um, If you guys need more pictures, take your boyfriend, take your mom, take your best friend, say once a week, we're going to get some pictures together. I'm going to change my outfit a handful of times this day. Um, Research some different poses from other people that you follow and, you know, practice. Again, with anything, it's going to get better the more you do it. It can be really awkward to just be like, hey, here's the camera. Go take my pictures, babe. Love you. Um, They'll get better the more they do it with you. Um, And getting those pictures, you don't have to get a bunch of professional pictures, okay? Have it be you, okay? You can have a selfie here and there. You can have a mirror selfie. You can have a gym selfie. You can have that, but that shouldn't be your whole feed. Um, And you don't have to have all professional pictures too. This is a big mistake I see where Um, people will only post their professional bikini pictures, like stop that post you post you in real clothes, post you in your normal workout clothes, just post you because people want to see you. They don't want to see a version of yourself. That's not truly you all the time. Um, show up on your story every single day. Make sure you show your face, make sure you chat on your story. This is super important. Uh, show up on live and utilize this feature. I'll talk about lives more in the future, but showing up on live, even if it's just showing you how, showing your audience how you cook a certain meal or showing them how you warm up at the gym or showing them a workout, showing up on live just will be a game changer for you. Change your name, change your bio. Okay. Does your name align with your business? Does your name align with your goal? Does your bio align with your business? Does your bio align with your goal of helping others? Okay. Your bio isn't about you. Um, as weird as that sounds, your feed is about you. Okay. You can share your stories in your feed. You can share education in your feed. You can share both of those on your stories, but it doesn't need to be in your bio. You have 150 characters, use them wisely. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know that it was a different shift. If you found it helpful for you again, please make sure you leave beyond the bikini a rating and review. That is how we grow on iTunes. If you found this episode helpful, I would so appreciate it if you would take some time and share it with someone that you think it could benefit from. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe it's someone that you know is trying to start their business, but they don't know the steps to transition their Instagram from just a normal Instagram account where they're sharing life to sharing business and a mission. And um, if you guys enjoyed it, I, I just appreciate you and I appreciate having you on this platform. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. 
I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym, with your relationship with food, and how I can help you reach your goals.